Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning, witches. It is February 27th, 2024. It is Tuesday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Evolution of a Witch. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is, never be bullied into silence. Never allow yourself to be made a victim. Accept no one's definition of your life. Define yourself. Harvey Firestein. So we are talking about marjoram. And I picked it because like I know nothing about it. I have no way, I have no understanding of how to use it, when, where, magically, non-magically. So I was like, you know what, let's tackle it. So here are the magical properties of marjoram. So it is said to work with Aphrodite and Themis. It's supposedly great for cleansing. Uh, PlentifulEarth.com says to add an infusion of the herb to your bath water with one-fourth cup of baking soda to purify your aurum. Cook and serve a dish with this herb to help mend past frustrations. Attract your future lover and fall in love by placing the dried herbs or drops of oil in the four corners of your bedroom. Cast love spells easily by choosing a perfume with or wearing marjoram oil to bring love to you. Uh, Drink a tea of the leaf before doing love, tarot spreads, or divination. And finally, wash your pendulum or crystal ball in a cooled-down infusion of the plant to make love divination easier. Wow. I don't think I realized it had so much connection with love. That's really interesting. All right, so we're skipping headlines uh, today, and we're going to go right into our moon correspondence. So I'm going to send this over to her, and we'll talk soon. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Tuesday, February 27th. The waning gibbous moon continues to make things aesthetically pleasing in Libra today. Here, the moon trines Venus and Mars. The Venus-Mars conjunction happens every couple of years. This year, it's occurring in quirky Aquarius. We're being encouraged to embrace our most authentic selves with this conjunction. Aquarius knows that we all have the little bit of weird in us, and it's exactly that weirdness that makes us interesting. Celebrate the things that make you uniquely you today. Nobody's opinion of you matters more than your own, and seeing yourself for the beautiful and special snowflake that you are is what is most likely to make your day today. Your daily moon mantra is, loving yourself isn't reality, it's sanity. This has been your Daily Moon Mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. Revolution of a Witch is a prompt journal made for witches by witches. Do you believe in good versus evil? What three items would be used to summon you? Who has been the most impactful person in your practice? These questions are meant to not only help you think about life from new perspectives, but to elevate your magic as well. 
Whether you want to write your responses and move on, or use this journal as a jumping off point for future conversations with friends, Evolution of a Witch is a judgment-free space for you to share your thoughts and ideas. Evolution of a Witch by best-selling author Tanya Brown is available for order online at your local bookshop or wherever books are sold. All right, so we're talking about magical bathing today. Speaking of marjoram and using it within uh, cleansing baths, we're talking about magical bathing, and this comes to us from the February issue of Witchway Magazine. As practitioners of the craft, we are intimately connected with the ebb and flow of energies around us. Sacred baths and cleansing rituals are potent in time-honored methods for releasing and renewing unwanted energies and embodying new ones. Many ancient cultures revered water as a conduit for divine energy, a sacred vessel for our intentions. Sacred baths are not just about physical cleaning, but they are a holistic ritual that purifies the mind, body, and spirit. In the magical realms of water, we find a powerful ally for emotional release and spiritual rejuvenation. Before commencing the magical bath ritual, choose an intention you want to draw into your life. The intention should be something you want to add to your life, such as more energy, more money, more peace. Begin your sacred bath by selecting ingredients that resonate with your intentions. Your herbs, crystals, essential oils, and bath salts will infuse the water with specific energies. For example, lavender brings tranquility and calm. Rosemary purifies and protects. Rose quartz promotes self-love and healing, and eucalyptus clears stagnant energy. Remember, the key is to trust your intuition. Let your inner witch guide you to the ingredients that align with your magical goals. So how do we go about preparing a ritual bath? Well, one, prepare your space, right? That's like step one for all magic. Create a sacred space in your bathroom by dimming the lights, lighting candles, playing music, this article suggests soft and instrumental, but I think music just hits people differently. And you want to pick um, a playlist, in my opinion, that is going to help you be present in the moment, right? For me, that might be Alanis Morissette and Olivia Rodrigo. For you, that might be instrumental music. You just kind of got to know what works for you. This ambience helps shift your consciousness into a magical state. Next, you can do a cleansing shower. Begin by cleansing your body with a shower. Imagine the water washing away any negativity or stress, cleansing you energetically. Next, materialize your intentions. Stand before your bath and say aloud to your intentions. Visualize your goals and what you wish to release or invite into your life. Speak your intention aloud, infusing them into the water with your magical will. Next, adding ingredients. As you fill the bath, add your chosen ingredients. Stir the water clockwise to draw your intention into your life or focus on your energy infusing into the water. Next, enter with mindfulness. Slowly immerse yourself into the water, feeling its warmth envelop you. Close your eyes, breathe deeply, and allow the sacred energy to cocoon you. Next, meditate and reflect. In the bath, let your mind wander and explore your emotions, connect with your inner self. Visualize any negativity dissolving into the water, leaving you cleansed and renewed. Closing the ritual when you're ready, leave the bath, pull the plug, and visualize the water draining away any residual negativity. Um, and then as you cover yourself with your towel, imagine you are firmly wrapped in the energy of your intentions. 
So to incorporate sacred bathing into your regular witchcraft practice, consider aligning your baths with the lunar phases, sabbats, or other significant moments on your calendar. Adding the practice of sacred baths into your regular witchcraft routine can help you revere ancient traditions and deepen your connection with the magical energies already surrounding you. All right. So this is from Alyssa on our Facebook group. Alyssa says, this might be a little long, but I thought you would be perfect people to help. Any tips for struggling to get into tea? I'm a huge coffee addict and I love it with my flavored creamers, but really want to enjoy tea. I've had a few teas, always black, that I've enjoyed, but it seems most of the time I don't find it flavorful enough. And I actually think adding sugar to it makes it worse 10 times out of 10. Oh my gosh. I normally reach for chai or vanilla black teas. I accidentally brewed my last cup for an extra six minutes and thought the flavor would be way too strong, but it wasn't. And I was shocked. I always find myself wanting to add creamer to it, but I don't know if tea works like that. My mouth waters listening to Tanya talk about all the amazing teas. They sound so delicious, but I'm afraid to get some and not like it like so many other ones. Here's the one I have now, and it's a chai ultra spice tea. So, okay, this is rough. I completely understand. I sometimes feel this way about tea too, and this is as someone who likes tea and makes it. So you really just have to find what works for you. I know that's so annoying to hear, and I wish I could just be like, this tea is perfect. This is the one. But like for me, um, the best teas that I like the most have cinnamon in it. I am a huge cinnamon tea person, and those are always the teas that I want. And for a long time, it was the only tea I deemed flavorful enough. Uh, But I agree with you. And here's the thing. It really comes down to like mastering how to make that specific cup of tea. Sometimes adding more herbs take away flavor and just make it bitter. Sometimes letting it steep longer, again, just makes it bitter and it doesn't add flavor. Uh, Some teas do benefit from having sugar, some don't. Some benefit from having milk, some don't. And I I, I completely understand your frustrations. Uh, But let's see what some other people have to say. Maybe they have better uh, advice than I do. Frankie says you can absolutely add milk or creamer to teas and even froth them to make a creamy latte texture. Unless it's for health reasons, I see no problem adding sugar to your taste, so you enjoy it more. I love milk and sugar with most black teas. Lila says, I bought my first milk frother after Tanya did a little thing on hers and how gloriously decadent it was. I still use it with coconut milk. I also learned to wet my tea leaves before pouring hot water on them to prevent bruising of the leaves after Tanya sent us to a video. I think that was back in 2020 when we were all at home watching the Food Network. (laughs) Yeah, Um, that's really good advice. Erica says, I've been drinking a chocolate lavender rooibos tea, and I've been drinking that one, uh, that one, which is divine, milk and a touch of sweetener. Oh, I love that. Um, Let's see. Alyssa says, now everyone's begging her want to make tea. Kim says, if you want str- strong tea, look for English breakfast. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's rough. You know, it's just about finding what, what we like, what we don't like. And then learning how to make that tea very well. Like, for example, I love uh, Flower Moon, which is a Earl Grey with lavender. And 
really, really love it. But if made with the water a little too hot or a little too many leaves, it gets real bitter real quick. Uh, that's actually one I like to cold steep overnight in milk. I think it's really delicious that way. So yeah, because you have to understand teas are so varied and have so many different herbs. And as we know with cooking, all herbs are just different. And as much as we hate it, we kind of have to take the same uh, thought process and accommodations into tea, you know? All right, witches, we are wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show. Let's see. I want to give a shout out to listener Julie M. Julie, you Arcadian sweet moth. Nicole Brewer, you splendid transcendent sun goddess. Kelly Crane, you dapper splendid Valkyrie queen. And Nikki O'Hare, you bombastic sunfish. Thank you for so much for being Patreon supporters. I really appreciate you. And before we have, before we leave, we have a card pull from the Roast Iconic Oracle. And our card today is Land Back. Drawing this card is a reminder to recognize, acknowledge, and reestablish Indigenous peoples' political and economic control over land that belonged to them before colonization. How do you support Indigenous rights? You can start by making contributions that support the preservation of languages and traditions and by ensuring food sovereignty, housing, and clean air and water. This is your commitment to dismantling white supremacy and the harms arising from capitalism and from genocide of indigenous people everywhere. Wow, that was really on the nose. That was really on the nose. When I saw the card title, I was like, I know what this is going to be about. <laughs> All right, witches. Uh, we do have a little housekeeping. Uh, February 28th on Wednesday, we have our Witch Watch Wednesday, and we'll be watching Charmed episode, season one, episode 18. So come hang out and check it out with us. All right, witches, that's all I've got for you today. Don't forget any books, decks, headlines, sources, anything we reference today can be found in the podcast episode description or witchpod.com, and we'll talk again tomorrow. Bye! Witches, we hope you have a wonderful day, full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull, can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day. <laughs>